All right, so welcome to this week's show. Now, there are about a million homes with rooftop solar in the U.S. and probably 10,000 businesses with solar. And you, know, you kind of look at the number of buildings, we've probably penetrated maybe 1% of the applicable single-family homes and commercial buildings that for which uh, solar makes sense. So there's a tremendous amount of growth potential. But even with that 1% that's out there, there's lots and lots of businesses and homeowners that have questions. Now, once you have a system on your business or, or home roof, the first question people ask when they get their monthly electric bills, how the heck do I read that electric bill? It can get pretty complicated because your electric company doesn't necessarily show you how much the solar is generating. You got to kind of use that information on your electric bill and then see what the system's generating based on the monitoring system, if you have one, to really see how much you're saving. The second question is, people always ask this, okay, I got the system. I don't know how much it's saving because I can't read my electric bill, but my electric bill's way down. That's good. But my question is, how often should I clean my solar panels? And that's what we're going to focus on answering on today's show. We're going to try and mathematically and practically answer this question, which is you know important to almost anyone with a system. <laughs> as far as reading your electric bill, that's for another show altogether. I mean, these bills that we're getting right now, combining PG&E and then a local community energy cooperative and trying to figure that out with all the charges. It's really complicated, but maybe we'll do a show on that sometime. I think we'll have to have somebody from the utility company to explain it. Okay. Now, let's talking about how solar panels get dirty. I mean, it's, there's just dust and dirt in the air. You get windblown dust. And obviously, if you're in a dusty area, farms, dirt roads, urban areas with a lot of cars that are kicking up dirt and, and fumes, they're going to be dirtier. Also, there's a lot of pollen that accumulates, particularly you know pollen from trees, po- pollen from flowers, and that usually happens in the spring. Uh, you know, as far as other big sources of soiling, which is the way we refer to this problem in the industry, yeah, you know, birds are usually not that bad a problem. Maybe there's just a little bit of a splat, but you know, I have heard about people whose last name is Hitchcock who live in Bodega Bay that have had much more serious problems with birds. But generally, it's not that much of a problem with solar panels. But what happens when the panels get dirty is it obscures the amount of sunlight that can get through to the silicon cells underneath, and it's going to cause an output decline. Your power is going to go down. You're going to save less money. Now, it depends on the location on the panel where it's dirty, and it also depends on the thickness of the dirt. It's also interesting where it kind of depends on the distribution of the dirt. Now, usually, when panels get dusty or dirty from air-blown debris, they're kind of evenly soil. There's a fine layer of dust throughout the whole thing. On systems that I've seen that have been up on the roof for a long time, it's bizarre, but sometimes if they're only very gently tilted, there's a little bit of mud. It's actually dust and dirt that has gotten wet and kind of flows down the, the panel because it's tilted, and it accumulates at the bottom row where the where the edge of the, the frame is. Usually that's not too bad as long as you get some heavy rains, but it's a very gentle slope. You actually can see some of that really muddy soil move up and obscure one of the cells. Once it obscures one of the solar cells, that's bad. And it's really bad when the cells along the bottom edge of the panel, that whole row of cells is soiled because knocking out just one row of cells on the bottom of a panel can reduce the output of the entire panel by 50%. It's not linear because you end up affecting the output on three columns of cells and it kind of knocks it down. Now, depending on the type of the system, 
If you have a string inverter, or if you have a system with DC optimizers or microinverters, if one panel is dirty, it can be either a big problem or a little problem. String inverters are the worst because if one panel gets dirty, it's going to knock down the output of the whole system. If you have DC optimizers like from SolarEdge or, or Tygo, or if you have microinverters from companies like Enphase and APS, then it's usually not that bad a problem. One panel is dirty, one panel has lower output. These microinverters or optimizers can kind of make up for the difference, so you don't lose a lot of output. You might just lose a small percentage. Now, thinking about what happens when it rains, well, rain is the best cleaning system for solar panels. I always like to say that God's cleaning the panels when it rains hard. But a light rain isn't going to do a lot of good. You're just going to get, you know, it's not going to really wash that dust off. You're going to get dirty spots on there. You really need a downpour. Okay. But, you know, some places it rains a lot. Some places the rain is very seasonal. So when you talk about solar panel cleaning, yeah, it's interesting because I travel around the country and, you know, in some locations, people really don't care that much about cleaning. Whereas in other locations, they're really concerned about the cleaning. And the reason is it's very, the importance of solar panel cleaning is very localized. All right. So where it's very sunny and you have dirty panels, you're going to lose more energy because you, you would have accumulated a lot more energy. If you have a really big system, it's going to be more cost effective to clean those big arrays. If you have really high electric rates, Hawaii, California, you're going to lose more money when your panels are dirty. If you have a place where the labor costs are really low, it's cheaper to clean the panels, so you might want to clean them there. So what we're going to be talking about on today's show is the economics behind this energy savings. So we really look at the, the savings you're going to get, the amount of rain you're going to get, how often it's going to rain, and also consider the cost of the cleaning. And, and we'll talk a lot, a lot about that in a little while. All right. So conventional wisdom for cleaning solar panels. I mean, you know, lots of people who get a system, they're going to go on the internet. The internet's a great resource for everything. Unfortunately, when it comes to solar panel cleaning, there's a lot of bad advice out there. It's mostly bad, which is kind of amazing to me. So just, uh, you know, a quick scan through the internet sources of uh, solar panel cleaning. Saw an article on Clean Technica that says, don't clean your panels. Well, I don't agree. I mean, maybe if you're in Hawaii and it rains hard, or if you're in Florida and it rains a lot all the time, you don't have to clean them. But in general, you want to clean those panels. Another site, Energy Matters, says, clean the panels from the ground using a hose. Well, first of all, I've never encountered a system that you could, because they're on the roof, where you can really clean the panels effectively from the ground. You can spray some water up there, but that's not going to wash off the water. But the worst thing is, tap water often has minerals that will permanently stain your panels. We'll talk more about that later. You know, so one takeaway, if you, if you, if you listen to the show, never hose off your panels. Now, Google did a study. That's good. If the panels are flat, clean regularly. If they're tilted, don't bother. Well, you, you got to do a, get a little bit more data into your study there, Google. I totally agree. If your panels are flat, you got to clean them. But you should also consider cleaning even if the panels are tilted, and we'll talk about that in a little while. All right. Another popular solar website has really good advice. They say use a soap solution and a soft cloth. Cloth. I totally agree. That makes sense. Then they suggest hosing the panels off. Bad idea. So half the, the idea was good. The other half was just terrible. All right. Now, if you're in the business of cleaning solar panels, cleaning services say, hey, definitely clean your panels. Obviously, they're making money with cleaning service. But I'm giving you advice as a solar contractor and a battery storage contractor. Candidly, contractors don't make money cleaning solar panels. We often lose money, even though we might charge a few hundred dollars for it. We do the cleaning as a customer service. Okay. All right. Now, let's dig into some math here. And this is really important. This is how you can kind of figure out hey, should I clean my panels or not? We're going to make some assumptions. First assumption is a 6-kilowatt system. That's kind of like a typical average system size. We're going to look at systems in two different states. In California, 
where the average rates are 35 cents a kilowatt hour. And, you know, some people pay less, some people pay more, but just pick an average. It's kind of high, but that's what the marginal rate is. And we're going to look in New Jersey, where the average rates are 20 cents a kilowatt hour. Yeah, it's, it's also going to apply to the tri-state area, metropolitan New York, Massachusetts. And then we're also going to look at three scenarios. One, where the panels are almost clean, like, you know, fairly new and, you know, maybe recently clean. A second scenario where the panels are somewhat dirty. And when we characterize the dirtiness of the panels, the soiling factor, I'm just using a percentage of their 10% soil. That means 90% of the light gets through, 10% is just absorbed by dirt. And then we're going to look at a scenario where the panels are extremely dirty, 20%. All right. Now, why did I consider clean panels having soiling of 2%? Well, in my experience, the day you wash the panels, the next day they're getting a little bit dirty. So this dirt just accumulates very steadily, very slowly. So you're always going to be a tiny bit dirty. Now, when we at Cinnamon Energy Systems do our models to figure out what the energy output of customer systems are, we don't assume that the panels are spotlessly clean. We assume that they're kind of an average of about 5% soiling, which means that you're going to have to wash them maybe once a year or so when you're in California. Um, Some places around the country, they get a lot of rain. It doesn't matter. Okay. So we also, in this model, we're using the PV Watts software to estimate the output change from cleaning panels. So we can see what happens in terms of your output change, your kilowatt hours per year, if the panels are almost clean, 2%, somewhat dirty, or really dirty at 20%. And then we're going to kind of look at what that kilowatt hour means in terms of dollar savings. And we can see how much you save in terms of dollars by cleaning your panels. Yeah, pretty simple math. So here we go. So in California, if you go from cleaning your, let's say your panels are somewhat dirty, 10% dirty, and then you clean those panels, and you're not going to get them perfectly clean. You're going to be clean to 2%, right, instead of like 0%. You end up with savings of about $259. So that $259 is based on the energy output of the system per year um, times 35 cents a kilowatt hour between a panel that's 10% soiled, somewhat dirty, and 2%, basically clean. So you save $259. Now, in California, if your panels were really dirty and then you cleaned them, 20% dirty down to 2%, then you're going to save $582, all right? That's kind of interesting. Now, you have to factor that in. It's all right, well, how much is it going to cost me to clean those panels? If it's going to cost you $250 to clean your panels and your panels are only somewhat dirty, you're only going to save $259. It's kind of, you know, it's kind of a break-even. But if your panels are really dirty then it makes more sense to clean them because you're going to save almost $600. It might be a $300 cleaning. All right. How do those factors change if you look at a different state? Let's say we look at New Jersey. And New Jersey has lower electric rates. Also, New Jersey has lower levels of sunlight, insulation, we call it. So in New Jersey, if you were to go from panels that were 10% somewhat dirty to 2%, almost clean in my words, you could save $126. Not that big a deal. If it's going to cost you $200 to improve the performance of your system by $126, I'm going to say don't bother. But if your panels are really dirty in New Jersey, you're going to save $283 by getting those clean. So, you know, here in New Jersey, it makes sense to clean the panels only when they're really dirty. Whereas in California, it sometimes makes sense to clean those panels when they're you know, somewhat dirty. Now, there's also different factors here because in New Jersey, where I'm from, it rains all the time. So you're going to get thunderstorms kind of throughout the year. You look at those panels and, you know, multiple times during the year, those panels are going to be squeaky clean. Whereas in California... Sometimes you don't even get those hard rainstorms. We've had droughts, you're not not getting a lot of rain. So it's really different. 
Okay, now I like to be realistic when it comes to you know cleaning solar panels, and we actually tell customers, "Hey, you just cleaned your panels six months ago; it rained. Why are you bothering doing it again?" You know, I'm happy to take the two hundred fifty dollars, but I'm I'm happier to have a customer saying, "Gee, we're getting good service." All right. So what I've seen here in California is after three to five years, if panels are never kind of professionally cleaned with a squeegee and a, and a soap solution, they get dirty at the bottom edges, and there's some caked on dirt. When that dirt starts to obscure the cells, it's going to affect the performance. If your panels are steeply sloped, not so bad, but if their panels are at a very low slope, say five to five degree pitch or so, then dirt at the bottom edges can affect the performance. So definitely every three to five years, have them squeegeed off. In rainy climates like New Jersey, you get heavy rains kind of throughout the year. Even in the winter, you're getting heavy rains. And that rain is really good to clean panels. The, the panels look pretty clean if they're tilted. I mean, even here in California, after a really heavy rainstorm, you look at the solar panels, they're as clean as it can be. All right. So my simple advice, just basic simple advice, in California and other dry, sunny climates like Arizona, where you have systems over 6 kilowatts, it's a big system, and where electricity is relatively expensive, clean the panels once during the summer if they look very dirty. If it's a small system, 4 kilowatt system, 5 kilowatt system, probably not worth the, the $250, $300 expense to clean the panels. If you're in rainy climates, I wouldn't even suggest cleaning the panels unless they're almost flat, unless they really look dirty. You know, in Florida, not only does it rain fairly often, but electricity is really cheap, so your savings aren't going to be that high, especially if you have a small array. Now, for commercial systems, the same considerations apply as residential, except you have a lot more solar panels. So, in that case, if you have a big system, I mean, certainly utility scale, they've got whole cleaning departments. If you have a big commercial system, you probably want to clean the system professionally in dry and dusty areas every once or every year or so. Now, when you do that, you have a big array with thousands of panels. You can't clean these things with a squeegee. There's special equipment that uses deionized water, so there's no minerals in that water, and they can clean those systems pretty well. On utility scale systems, those big solar farms in the desert, they have special trucks with deionized water and brushes, just kind of like a moving car wash. Now, it's interesting, one of our commercial customers, big system in San Jose, they clean their panels in the rain. He sends his guys up onto the roof when it's raining. They can't be working, make sure they're operating safely, and they use a detergent solution on the panels with a brush or a squeegee, and the rain washes everything off. It's really a brilliant idea. But, you know, you have to have staffing to do that. All right, now, here we're going to talk about how you should clean the solar panels. The most important thing is make sure you use a detergent solution, car wash cleaner, or even dish soap. As long as you're doing that, you almost can't do anything wrong as long as you don't shatter the glass. Now, which we're going to talk about in a minute. So this detergent does two really important things. First, it's a detergents are surfactants. In other words, the little dirt particles get suspended in the water, so they wash away. The second, the detergent has an ability to dissolve the mineral deposits that are in the water. So these mineral deposits don't precipitate out when the when panels dry. If you ever look on the side of your shower, or shower curtains, or even on your car, if lawn water kind of sprays on the car, you'll notice you get water spots. Well, those water spots can really accumulate. And I've seen situations where you just can't get them off the solar panels. We'll talk about that in a minute. Don't use like a regular bar of soap because you can get kind of a soapy film. You see the, the ring around the tub in the, in the bathroom. And so basically, never wash Wash your panels without a detergent solution. Never hose your panels down. As I mentioned, we had a customer in Fresno. He was really happy how he would hose the panels down on really hot days, and he would look at the output of the system. As soon as he starts hosing the thing down, the output of the system goes way up. He thought that was great. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. 
The reason when the output's going up is because the panels are now cool from the water. They're very temperature sensitive. And then he did that for a few times, and then he noticed, oh, gee, my panels are kind of, um, they got this white film on there. We were not able to remove the white film from that glass. We couldn't scrape it off. We couldn't use trisodium phosphate. That white film had permanently marred the panels. The hard water had dried on the glass, and there's little stipples in the glass that kind of gets into these little depressions. He couldn't get it off. Another thing, power washers. Yeah, they might be really good for a deck, but I wouldn't use a power washer on your solar panels because they really have high pressure, very high pressure jets of water. And that those jets of water could conceivably force water into the seals around the glass or into seals around the junction boxes or the, the connectors. That's not a good thing. Another thing, dry cleaning. So people are saying, be careful, don't scratch the glass. Uh, you know, I hear that, you know, I'm kind of careful about cleaning my eyeglasses and other things like that. But glass is really hard to scratch. It's very hard mineral. That's why panels aren't don't have plastic coatings. You don't see plexiglass or fiberglass because that scratches. But glass is hard to scratch. It's really hard to scratch the glass so much that it actually fogs up. Hey, look out your windows. You know, if you've got an old house, you've probably washed those windows a lot of times. Those windows have been out a long time. The windows are still pretty clear. So I'd say I'm not suggesting you use dry cleaning you know, or like a really scrub brush, but if there's a few scratches on the panel, it's not the end of the world. I, I challenge you to see if there's any impact on the energy production from just a few scratches. Even look at the windshield of your car. I mean, there might be some little impacts from insects and, and road debris, but in general... You're still 99.9% of the light is still going to get through. All right. So here's what happens. Hard water leaves calcification spots on the glass, which are almost impossible to remove. So that's why you have to use that soap solution. Easiest way, once you're using a soapy solution like car wash cleaner or something, use an extension brush to scrub, kind of scrub some of that debris off, particularly along the bottom edge of the panels, and a squeegee to clean off the residue. Pretty simple. You know, just scrub it a little bit and with the brush side of the squeegee and then just squeeze it off, just like washing windows. All right. Now, let's talk about professional cleaning. When we have a customer that says, all right, we want to do some, we want you to clean your panels and we might charge $250, $300, $350, depending on the size of the system, depending on how high the roof is, it takes us a couple of hours. I mean, we got to load the truck up with the cleaning equipment. We got to send one or two people out. We have to send a ladder out. We have to make sure we're following safety procedures. When we're there also, we check the inverter. We make sure that there's no debris that accumulates around the inverter fan or heat sinks. We make sure there's no loose wires hanging down. We check for debris under the array. So we do a little bit of a system checkout, and then we clean the system. But it's a lot of work. And, you know, our, our guys are not doing installations, and you know, they're not uneducated window washers. They're really skilled people that know how to troubleshoot PV systems, and there's a bunch of work. So if you want to do this yourself, not hard to do. Just make sure you follow the instructions we talked about as far as using a soap solution and the right kind of squeegee. And, you know, if you see some debris under the panels, try and clean that out or just give us a call or give your local solar installer a call. Now, safety issues. I'm saving the most important for last. The roofs are dangerous. That's the biggest danger is falling or slipping. So when we work on the roofs, we're always tied into permanent roof anchors. That's one of the things that we do at Cinnamon Energy Systems, and your installer probably does also. They install roof anchors, so when they have to do the installation, they can tie in. We leave those roof anchors up, so if you ever have to go back and maintain the system, you got a place to tie in, you're going to be safe. Sometimes we can't even reach the entire array, and this happens where you might have like a weird roof with a delicate tiles, and we just can't get up there. So you have to be extremely 
extremely careful of not breaking any roof tiles. Now, other safety issue, watch out for overhead wires. You're going to have a metal pole. That metal pole touches one of those high power wires. You could get zapped. Extremely dangerous. When you're doing the cleaning, you should also turn your system off. If you have microinverters or an AC system, turn off the power and that will completely disable the system. If you have a DC system, like a solar edge inverter or an SMA inverter, turn off the DC disconnect. And if you have an AC disconnect, also turn off the AC disconnect. And that's going to basically power things down. On old systems that don't have optimizers, old DC systems that don't have optimizers, you could still have some live wires up there that from the solar source circuit. So you want to be careful. All right. So in conclusion, I'm in the business of helping my customers get the best economic benefits for their system. If the cleaning costs $250 and saves $150 during the year, in my view, it's not worth it. It's going to cost the customer $100. I'd rather have them save that money. But if the net savings are significantly positive, then it's worth it. So highlight in sunny, dry areas, if you have a large system and high electric rates, clean your panels uh, you know, once a year or more often, especially if they look dirty. If, if you're in a rainy area, if you have uh, low electricity rates like Florida, probably not worth it. And regardless of your system, I suggest you do a cleaning every five to ten years because you're still gonna you're gonna get some debris that's gonna accumulate on the lower ridges of the solar panels near the frames. Okay, that's all the time we have on this week's energy show. Thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in. And if you missed any of today's show, you can always go to our website at cinnamon.energy and listen to the podcast.